0: Hello everyone. Yesterday, we discussed the history of microfinals from year 1900s to 1990s. Today, we will tell you what happened after year 1990s. So, let's get started. By 1990s, Credit Cooperative and RRB's both state-aided institution were facing problem. The Credit Cooperatives were crippled with poor governance management and the poor financial health due to intrusive state patronage and politicization while RRB's financial position deteriorated due to the burden of directed credit and priority sector lending and a restrictive interest rate regime the share of rural credit in the total credit disbursement by commercial banks which grew from 3.5 to 15 percent from 1971 to 1991 had declined again to 11% in 1998. The various qualitative issues such as concerns about financial viability of institutions on account of high rate of loan delinquency, cornering of subsidy, continued presence of money lenders, outreach of financial institution to the core poor. Due to internal and external factor, macroeconomic crisis in early 1990s, led to introduction of economic reforms of 1991 resulted in greater autonomy to the financial sector. This also led to emergence of new generation private sector banks that became important players in microfinance sector. An important development in this phase was SHG Bank Linkage Program by Nabard. Which greatly increased banking system outreach to unreachable people and initiated a change in the bank's outlook towards low income families. The pioneering initiatives of Mehrada mentioned earlier, the SHG Bank Linkage Program was scaled up on a large scale by the NABAD in the year 1992 by giving guidelines to banks for financing SHGs through the banking system. With the success of this program, ABI in 1996, took the policy decision to include financing to SHGs as a mainstream activity of banks under their priority sector lending. Since then the banking system comprising public and private sector commercial banks, regional rural banks and cooperative banks has joined hands with several organizations in the formal and non-formal sectors to use this delivery mechanism for providing financial services to a large number of poor. Following such attempts, the face of the Indian financial sector changed, and the focus changed from excessive subsidization of bank credit to lending at market rates. This period also witnessed the entry of another set of stakeholders microfinance institutions, also known as MFIs, largely of non profit origins, with existing development programs. MFIs consist of refinance institutions, banks, non-government organizations and self-help groups dealing with small loans and deposits in rural, semi-urban or urban areas enabling people to raise savings, productive investments and thereby their standard of living. International success of microfinance in Bangladesh, Indonesia and in Latin America also influenced the thinking in Indian microfinance towards commercialization. This phase was the creation of a new generation of cooperatives with Mutually Aided Cooperative Societies (MACS), which lie outside the state control. Since 2000, the microfinance sector saw some radical changes in many aspects. While the prime objective remains poverty alleviation, with new terms of inclusive growth or financial inclusion sector moved from sole social return approach to double bottom line approach of social and financial returns. This change in approach led to many changes in the functioning of microfinance. The emphasis on bottom of the pyramid and good financial returns of some of leading MFIs, brought many mainstream commercial entities taking interest in the sector not only as part of their corporate responsibility but as new business line. The MFIs side experienced similar appetite for increasing commercialization, to scale up its operations and profit increasingly ngo mfis began transforming into regulated legal formats such as non-banking finance companies nbfc's or section 25 companies to attract commercial investment and become eligible for deposit taking entity which could be an easy source of fund for lending but remains untapped today's mfis particularly those which were founded after 2000 look and think differently from those of the 1990s many of these second generation mfis are promoted by entrepreneurs with mainstream corporate experience many first generation mfis have subsequently transformed and regulated for profit business models and legal structures with increasing outreach and focus on profit mfis emerged as strategic partners to banks consumers finance. Retailers interested in reaching out to India's low-income client segments. At the policy level, government has recognized the microfinance as important player towards achieving financial inclusion. In 2006, government has also tabled a microfinance regulation and development bill which seek to promote and regulate the microfinance organizations. Here was the history of the microfinance. In next episode, We will discuss the financial inclusion in microfinance sector,